Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 115 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. And here we are, Jacob. This, this is... A landmark day. Do you know why? Uh, Of course not. I never know. (laughs) There's always something I should know and I never do. This is the last day that we will be recording this show with me in the vestibule and you outside. Oh, well. We can go back to the library. I mean, I guess, yay. I guess it's kind of cool. It's not even been rained down in a couple of weeks. I know. It's actually like, but it's hot out. But yeah, so we can go back to the launch pad. We'll keep our, our six feet. And we'll wear our masks, but we'll be in the studio. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be back to our old things where we get to fight the sound of chairs getting moved around and hammers banging in the background. And it's so early in the morning. These these ones have been our nice afternoon recording. I know. I just show up randomly, just saunter up to the door. Also, I'd like to point out that Jacob is wearing a tank top today. That's right, I am. Sun's out, guns out in a big way. Absolutely, man. (laughs) It's too hot to be wearing sleeves today. What are we talking about? Sleeves. that, that, That little... The little uh, one quarter sleeve adds a lot of yeah. lot of body temperature, right? I've been thinking a lot of uh, tan lines lately, you know, oh. with uh, the you know being summer, and it's bad enough that we have like tan lines on our arms, which is why I'm rocking the look today. Yeah. Um, but man, people are gonna have some funky mask. Uh, like yeah, lines. I guess that's that's possible. I have a farmer's tan kind of going on. You do not right here. Look, see. You'll you see that? No, you are pointing to a splotch of white <laughs> on your arm, and the rest of it is completely tan. But that's what I'm saying. From here up is a farmer's tan, because no. this is white. No. And this is tan. No? It's the same color. <laughs> what are you talking about? I really don't know. But we have it's more the, important things. Maybe it's the, the darkness. Yeah, it's like a change of light here. Perhaps that's it. So also exciting about this month. I mean, there has been a lot going on for sure, as we are all aware. But um, it is still um, Gay Pride and Gay History Month. Which we kind of forgot about. I feel like you know, it's not getting as much play this month, but it is a pretty important... I wouldn't say forgotten, but yeah, there's just been other things going on that have taken the limelight from yeah, it. There was no... Because of uh, social distancing and stuff, there was no pri- um, Pride Parade this year, which is a real big bummer. <sighs> a huge bummer pride parade is one of my faves it's a, one of the funnest ones yeah the best candy they're always throwing the good stuff out quality candy <laughs> quality uh, candy and i'm always um excited when i see people roller skating down the street because i could never roller skate especially when they're roller skating in like just a pair of small undies yeah it's that's uncomfortable it's that be. is a skill i people. worry about chafing myself so that's why i wouldn't want to do it but we're getting off track. So here glad a to bit. know your concerns. Um, but yeah, it seems that gay pride is more accepted. And I was just thinking about, you know, because we're always talking about Hollywood and movies and stuff, like how many gay stars used to have to keep their sexuality a secret. Yeah, it's a it whole was thing. like ordered by the studio. And I was reading that they used to force them into marriages, sometimes even with other gay people. Um, to be like, well, you're a gay man and you're a gay woman. Yeah, Get yeah. married. And they called them lavender marriages. So lavender, it was a known thing. Well, that's a nice name, at least. I guess. Got a, I guess it could have been velvet or something. It I guess so. I'm sure Rock expensive. Hudson would not have been happy with his, his lavender marriage. Well, I think it's pretty well documented. He absolutely was not. So Yeah, which is <laughs> a, a total bummer. But um, yeah, so we are going to talk today about some, and we've done like gay films that you should be watching, which you can check out in past episodes that we did for Gay yeah. History Month. Um, this time we thought we'd talk about 
gay um, actors and actresses and the work that they're doing. Um, also, this is a really exciting time for trans actors. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there right now. There's a lot of them out there. And, you know, we've had some some great films like Boys Don't Cry and Transamerica, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, The Danish Girl. I mean, Hollywood definitely loves a trans narrative. It's a pretty much an Oscar-winning uh, combination. Oh, 100%. You're going to get an Oscar nomination. There'll be critical acclaim, <laughs> cultural purchase for just kind of forcing society to see the struggles of a marginalized community in a new light. Yeah. Um, but Hollywood's love of trans stories highlights one of its biggest sort of glaring problems, which is its equal love of cisgender actors um, who they almost always cast to play transgender roles. Yeah, which you're hearing more about. But they just had that uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, movie oh Rub and Tug that they were trying to make. That it's really, I had, I gotta be real. Like that's, it's really tone deaf, right? Yeah, I mean, how could you not know that was going to be an issue when you came up with it? I mean, Scarlett and Scarlett Johansson. This is kind of her fault too because she had just made Ghost in the Shell and I had know, to deal with the same not, thing. And I would say, you know. It's an issue now because there is so much trans acting talent that exists in Hollywood today. That's true. And they're definitely more capable of portraying their own community. And it really denies trans actors access to opportunities in an industry where they're already facing systematic discrimination. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me a lot of like in Hollywood when they used to dress white up actors up as like Asian people. Like people have won Academy Awards doing horribly racist impressions. Absolutely. And people like at the time were just like, no big deal. It's just like the thing that they do. But like looking back, you're like, wow, that is horrifying. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of these roles that they're not getting the correct... I was really torn. I used to be like, well, but I don't care if a gay person is playing a straight person or a straight person is playing a gay person. I'm all about the performance. Yeah. And I think that that was okay years ago before there were as many trans actors that are working. Now that the people exist and are talented, then I'm like, well, yeah, of course you should be able to play this role. It's a very specific life. So now that the people are out there in the industry, that's who we should right. be casting. Yeah, you know, I, my feelings. I, I could, I could see your point there. I mean, if you don't have any options, there's really, there's nothing. Sure, to work if with. there weren't, then yeah, you're gonna have to like people. That's what acting is. Yeah, it's literally the definition of it. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of talent out there. A lot of talent. So today we're gonna talk about some, uh, some gay and lesbian actors, and then I'm also gonna talk about some transgendered actor, actors that are just knocking it out of the park all right let's does that do sound it. good so i want to start with a show that i just started watching and immediately fell in love with and um so it one of the characters in the show is billy porter you familiar with him he does like a I lot of red carpet the, stuff i recognize the name but I'm not, i can't put a face to it he won a tony he was uh, the original lola in kinky boots on broadway oh okay I know he, that one. So he's in this show. It's on Netflix and it's called, I think it's probably an FX show, but it's on Netflix now and it's called Pose. Have you oh, seen it? Oh, I, I did see the trailers for it and stuff. When F, it was an FX show that was going to be on yes, Netflix. Yes, it now. is an amazing, unprecedented representation for people of color and trans people. It's a Ryan Murphy show. Um, that's who brings us um, American Horror Story. And absolutely. Stuff. And it's going to go down in television history for assembling the largest cast of transgender actors ever to appear as a series regular on a scripted show. 
So that's exciting. Yeah, that's a, that's a new of, thing. It's so, always good to be attached to history like that. And it's a really good show. It reminds me of my early 20s. Like oh, really? Going to Marcella and dancing. Oh, oh, so much so. So this is set in New York City during the 1980s, and it follows different characters as they navigate through the city's various different you know social scenes but it primarily focuses on this uh metropolis ball culture so okay that's like um transgender and drag queens and they have these like dance off and these really elaborate costumes and things oh. like that so i guess this was like a big culture and um so you have a trans activist and author janet mock and that's who's working as the show's writer producer and then our lady jay is working behind the scenes and that's who worked on transparent so we have okay. people that are really comfortable with the topic and they really authentically portray the story and its characters so i highly recommend pose and then a couple of the people that i wanted to mention are trans actors in the show that are amazing. So you have um, India Moore. She's a 22-year-old model from New York. And she's, like I said, she's mostly done modeling prior mm -hmm. to Pose. And she's been in, like, some music videos. And she was in one, um, like, Tribeca Film Festival indie film called Saturday Church. She's stunning. Oh, I, I, love, I never heard either of those. Actually. Oh, she's great. And then MJ, MJ Rodriguez is also in Pose. And she began her career um, on stage as a theater actor. She played the role of Angel. Have you ever seen Rent? Uh, I have seen Rent, yes. She played the role of Angel in an off-Broadway production before okay. it ended up hitting Broadway and won some awards for that. Hey, and New, then New York is New York when you think about it. Truly. You're like on the <laughs> stage, like, I'm doing it. And then she's been in Luke Cage, The Carrie Diaries, and Nurse Jackie. So these are people to keep in mind and look out for. India Moore, MJ Rodriguez, fantastic trans actors. Uh, yeah, getting the work done. Yeah. So, Oh, man, that's a, such a good... Thing. Just to think about like all the trans actors getting work nowadays in Hollywood. I like thinking like, of everyone getting work that should be getting work. Yeah. Like if you're talented, I'm like, yay, because we know there are so many talented actors out there that nobody knows about. Yeah. And that stinks. It's called acting, everybody. It doesn't really matter who they really are. It's how well they perform their character. Imagine Sure, that. sure. I mean, it's hard to get discovered and now they have an opportunity. So what are you? recommending what person so i'm gonna go ahead and recommend somebody who i actually liked a lot and i did not know was gay until i started doing research for this show actually fantastic that, who do we got that would be uh luke evans um luke evans that's a lot of action movies Ooh, now. he's probably most hottie famous. boom body yeah I, yeah i guess right that was him, that's him of the uh, wispy mustache he's um he was in the new Beauty and the Beast live action, correct? Yeah, he played uh, Gaston in oh, Beauty okay. and the Beast. He's uh, in the Fast and Furious 5, 6, and 7 as uh, Jason Statham's brother. He's a bad guy in those ones. Well, right. He was in uh, The Hobbit, uh, Desolation of Smaug. In oh, yeah. Of five Armies. I feel like that's when I first saw him, I think. I think that's I where like, a lot of people started paying guy? attention to him. Uh, he was in Dracula Untold, which was supposed to kick off the Dark Universe, but that's, a, that's a whole other thing for another episode. Okay. And uh, currently, he's the star of uh, TNT's The Alienist, which is a very popular show. I actually. have heard really good things about it. I just had someone text me like two days ago to be like, start watching this show immediately. Yeah, which, you know, is available here at the library, and then, you know, HBO Max has it as well. But like... How many seasons are there? They just started their second season. Okay, so the first season is at the library? Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Um, so yeah, this, like Luke Evans got himself one heck of a good track record as an action star. Dude's a pretty good actor as well. Um, looks great. This tall strapping dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those I, things I like. I can concur. With it's that. kind of funny to think that like you don't, he 
I don't want to say that sometimes gay actors give off like a certain like not like macho less vibe. Like well, I think if they're like trying to like right. Jim Parsons isn't looking to be like Correct. strapping dude. I think that's just his that's just his physique. But just like Luke Evans just like has been great in every single thing I've seen him in. He's got a very specific niche he's going for. He seems to like to prefer action and fantasy kind of stuff. And he's working. He's doing really well in that genre. So Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, go check out his stuff, everybody. Like. Uh, he's never really hid the fact I just didn't know it so I want to give the guy a shout out now that I do know so go check out his stuff all right I I gladly will um (laughs) I want to talk about uh someone who's becoming more popular with every year but Sarah Paulson oh yeah she is all over the place she is all over the place I think she is probably a Ryan Murphy girl too yes well best known for American Horror Story right now though she's on that Hulu show uh, Mrs. America I never watched that one. I haven't yet. I'm looking forward to it, but I haven't yet. She made her um, professional debut at like the age of 12 in an an off-Broadway production. So since then, I mean, we loved her in Ocean's 12. She played a terrible, not her acting is terrible, but just a terrible character in 12 Years a Slave. Mm Mm-hmm. Ew. Right? She's just got a very hateable face when she wants to be. That sounds really terrible, but when she wants to, she does have a hateable face. But I think the best thing she has done is the People versus O.J. Simpson. I didn't watch that. (gasps) You didn't? No, I never did. I fell behind. By the time I heard that it was good, it was already like six episodes deep. And I'm like, I can't catch up. I'm too far behind. Oh, it's really good. So, you know, it's just the case of O.J. and she plays Marsha Clark. Um, and you learn that more attention was paid to poor Marsha Clark's hair than anything she was doing in the case. Yeah. That's a really great show, though. The The library has that. I recommend it. Um, and yeah, check out this Miss America. I mean, yeah. it's about it's like the story to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment um, for women. And then it's actually kind of like one of the women played by, I think, Kate Blanchett, who was like against it and was like, women shouldn't have equal rights. And you're like, oh, OK, that's cool. You get um, square off with Kate Blanchett. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure that that is a really great show. Um, but yeah, so Sarah Paulson, though, all of her talent and this and that. And this is my own just opinion. But it, her relationship is constantly talked about in the media and on the Internet. And I feel that while this relationship is different than many that if it was a male female relationship it would not be as big a deal and the reason that it's such a big deal is because she's with holland taylor um since about 2015 and they have a 32 year age difference yeah i've that's one of the things i heard about her too and i agree i don't think it's really fair to bring that up like what does it matter if they're happy together what does it just because it doesn't work for you and i think it's also because we we very harshly judge older women right so we're like ew she's with an older woman but i'm like yeah how about what about who's that hot girl from knives out who's now dating ben affleck yeah or um like like that's a huge age difference people had the same kind of deal like they freaked out even more when like keanu reeves was dating a girl who's like a woman who's yes like we just have a thing against older women but they seem to be like a really great couple and i'm sure they are so tired of answering questions about it oh yeah they're like we're just people we go to dinner we watch movies like what do you want from us yeah it's like what else do the part of this story do you want yeah what Um, do you not understand but yeah so sarah paulson is great and uh i'm glad to see her her constantly in new stuff yeah so go check it out you know she's i'm sure she's going to be on something coming up on fx it's pretty much that seems that seems guaranteed um okay so next i'm gonna go with one of my favorite genre actors as well big shock he's a genre guy uh zachary quinto 
one of oh, another another hottie. Yeah, another one. He, he looks really good in glasses. <laughs> very he, he specific does have things. A, he does have a very good glasses face. Right? And See? He is single-handedly keeping the uh, pomade industry going because, man, that dude is never Oh, without... does he do commercials for them or something? No, he just is never without super shiny and slick oh. hair. Like, <laughs> His that, hair looks good. It, it does look good, but it is never not quaffed. I'll say that. He's great. He does, I feel like, a lot of Broadway shows that are like um gay stories which i really like, like oh yeah i think what's he in now uh he's in nos four uh two a nosferatu on amc he's yeah but i'm at- thinking of broadway he's in like um it's making me mad i can't think of it he was in like angels in america whatever he's in like another like a uh, very prominent gay show now. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll I think s- Jim Parsons in it, Matt Bomber's in it, and I just can't think of the name. We'll say Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. It is not. It's like, boy, I'm going to look it up while you're talking. <laughs> so Zachary Quinto, he also uh, he came mostly into prominence as uh, the villain on Heroes as Siler back when yeah, that show was I remember very that. popular. I liked, I liked that. That was a good show for one and a half seasons. But, yeah. Uh, he also uh, gained a huge amount of fame playing Spock in the Abrams verse version of the Star Trek movies. That's probably what he's best known for. Right? Yeah, I would say that's probably his biggest role. I feel like those movies get a lot of hate, and I don't really know why. Because I've never seen them. them. I enjoyed all three of them. Even that third one that was kind of like out of left field, so enjoyable. Like all I don't right. get why people are hating on all these movies. Um, he's another guy that was on a Ryan Murphy show. He was on a couple of seasons of American Horror Story, mm-hmm. uh, jumping around to various roles. <laughs> and like I said, he's also in that, like we said, the Joe Hill adaptation, NOS 4A2 on Nosferatu. AMC. Yeah. I had somebody ask me like, "How do you?" Uh, what I mean, does I just say this like, it's, it's the license plate for the for the car. You'll yeah. watch it. You'll find out. Um, but definitely an outspoken um, gay actor out there. He's never tried to hide it whatsoever. Anytime people bring it up to him, he's more than willing to do. He portrays Boys a lot in the of band. Character. That's the show he's in. Boys in the oh, Boys okay. in the band. Yep. Never saw that one. I yeah. bet he's great in it. I have no doubt about <laughs> yeah. that. You just hopefully they put him in glasses too to really to really amp up the. I'm uh, sold. I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check him out, everybody. A great actor does movies occasionally, but seems like more of a TV guy. I would so. like to see him in more stuff. I'm kind of waiting for more, like more indie stuff. Yeah, he. I don't want. But he's, he's been on Broadway, so like that takes up so much time and energy that even when this show is over, I I, I could see you being like, I need like a year break. Yeah. Like I am beat. I've been doing you know eight shows a week. For how many months? That's exhausting. Yeah, he seems like one of those actors that's always right on the verge of becoming a big thing, and then for whatever reason, just pulls back a little bit and doesn't hey, fully man. push you. Hey, if it works for him, good Living for him. Living his but. life. Okay, a couple more actresses here. We have Kitana Kiki Rodriguez, Maya Jeanette Taylor. These are both transgender actresses known for the film Tangerine. Did you see Tangerine? Uh, I did not know. Oh, I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. So it's about a working girl who just pretty much tears through Tinseltown on Christmas Eve, searching for the pimp who broke her heart. Oh, sold right. Sounds like an uplifting tale. Um, but this really like shattered casting conventions when it came out. Um, because it had t- two transgender actresses in the role. Um, but it's really kind of just an old-fashioned comedy at heart, regardless of, you know, the way that I gave the summary. It's like a really sweet movie. And, and the amazing thing about it, the reason I think it, it did get press when it came out, is it was shot entirely on the iPhone 5. Oh, really? Yeah, but okay. it, it still manages to combine, like, extraordinary visual inventiveness. And like I said, it has humor and pathos and... It's a great film. The actresses do a great job. So I've just been kind of waiting to see them um, pop up in some more things. Oh, I'm sure you will very soon. There's all sorts of projects opening up every day for 
actors. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of them coming up. I'm hoping, but I don't know if a lot of people saw Tangerine. It was definitely on like the indie scene. It like kind of hit, you know, the awards, those like independent spirit awards and things like that. But it is worth checking out. It's a really good film and it was really well acted. And like I said, I mean, iPhone 5, you're like, what am I doing? Why am I not out shooting a movie? Like, if you want to do something, it proves it's very possible. Yeah, we got much better cameras nowadays, people. Trust me. If you <laughs> yeah. got yourself an Android, you got a much better camera than what they shot Rocky on, for instance. That's so. probably quite true, <laughs> so just, which is fascinating. Um, okay, I'm going to go with a couple quick hits here. Um, George Decay. feel like people will be mad George at us Decay. if we didn't uh, I don't mention remember. him. Um, Mr. Sulu from uh, Star Trek. Oh, Takai. Well, yeah, Do you say Takei? Takei, Takei. Oh. Tomato, tomato, whatever you want to call him. The same actor. He he is uh, another person. I f- love his Twitter feed. Like, I definitely Yeah, he's like that. the best ever. Um, But he's, um, of course, was mostly known for the Star Trek movies. And he also was the star of uh, Terror, the Terror Season 2 Infamy. The one that was based in a Japanese internment camp and did a lot of J-horror stuff. You know, I was a fan of the first season of, of that show, so I definitely got to recommend people go check that one out. I'm just looking at the spelling of his last name. It's definitely Takei. Takei. That's so what I right. said. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Thank you. I never really looked at it. I guess oh, I just always thought. But Whatever the, what's the time stamp here? I got to write that down. This is the first time Michelle's ever told me that I'm correct on the show. Guys. If I could change it, if I I'm, could change these letters, I'm, I would. I'm flustered now. <laughs> Keep I don't know. going. What, what are we doing here? Ugh. What is this pride that I'm feeling? My God. <laughs> pride um, during pride. Oh, see, we did it. Um, okay. My second recommendation is uh, Billy Eichner, who I absolutely <laughs> I love. love and stuff. I could see why people would hate him, but I adore him. His character, Craig on Parks and Rec, was easily uh, the funniest part of the, He never was in a scene where I didn't immediately start laughing as soon as he started. When he first mouth. was on it, I was like, oh, he's just being his Billy on the street character. Like, I'm bored. And then three minutes later, I was like, nope, still <laughs> hilarious. Just anytime, just open up screaming at people on the phone another american out. horror story person yes he is wow we got three in this that's feel, weird oh man i <laughs> guess we know where this must be the uh how you get the um the casting call for ryan howard yeah. <laughs> um but he also he um was in britney runs a marathon which is a very sweet movie on amazon prime I like that movie. yeah i had to watch it it's a running movie so i don't yeah. how do i not even remember billy eichner being in it he was her uh, best friend in that movie like they're a little running buddy. That's a hundred percent not correct. That is one hundred percent correct. So that was not Billy Eichner. Yes, it was. It no, it you wasn't. Get back on your phone and look it up. What are you talking about? That wasn't him. Well, let's find out. Okay, we are actually going to cut for a second, and All I right. am going to look that up, and then we're going to come back. All right, fine, let's do it. Um, I don't want to talk about. You have anything to say for yourself? No, not at all. I mean, you know, I don't know why you recommended Billy Eichner was in Britney Runs a Marathon or anything, but that's a terrible research. On our apologies go out to Micah Stock. At least I feel like our show's back to the equilibrium of me being wrong on stuff. Constantly. <laughs> anyway, See? Billy Eichner is still great, but <laughs> I love still that great. you thought it was him in that whole movie. He's actually also uh, filming a movie here in Buffalo uh, with Judd Apatow coming yeah. up soon. So. Keep an eye out for him being out there. You he, got a call for that, right? I did get a call. To be still, in a gay bar scene. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, that shirt you're wearing, 100. 100%. It's got to be a few sizes smaller, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. A little loose today. But yeah, go check out his stuff as well, everybody. And He's just going to yell at you, but in a really good way. Yeah. And then if you're speaking of yelling at you, you know what? Go see, watch some Wanda Sykes commercials. 
and <laughs> comedy specials. She doesn't really star in too many movies. She's more of a co-star, so we don't really. Have time I saw to her live before, and I laughed very loudly the entire did, time. Did you really? I'm yeah, not surprised she was, by that. She was really great. So go check her out as well, everybody. Those three three great choices. Okay, I'm going to mention two quick ones. So the first one is uh, Samira Wiley. You might not know the name, but you know the actress. She was in Orange is the New Black, but you probably know her best from Handmaid's Tale. She plays oh. Moira. Oh, okay. June's best friend. I do know her from right? that. Right? She was also on uh, The Walking Dead for a little while, wasn't she? She was on that Walking Dead Michonne. Okay. Where I'm... she played Michonne, but I know that's like a separate Okay. Thing. I, th- I thought she had something to do with Walking Dead, so that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah she, she was inspired to become an actress in the third grade. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Yeah. And I do know that... Um, on Orange is the New Black, I think it was one of the writers or, you know, someone working on the show who was married very unhappily. Um, and she kind of, I think, helped her recognize that she was gay. And now they're dating. Oh, well, that's lucky. Right? Yeah. If you make somebody I realize mean, it's it. it's still hard for people to come out of the closet. So I think that that's really great. Um, but yeah, she's really talented and I'm constantly looking for her in new things. She definitely pops up on TV shows. Like, she'll be in Law & Order. There's this show, You're the Worst. I don't know if you ever saw that. I have heard of that show. I see trails for it all the time, but I never actually... I'm not going to get into it it because they're both literally the worst. But she's in that. So, yeah. So, she pops up into stuff. And now, one more I want to mention, who you will know, is Asia Kate Dillon. Okay. So, she's also known for Orange is the New Black. Um, But she went on to make history in 2017, playing the character Brandy Epps on Showtime's Billions. Oh, I don't watch Billions. I oh, I thought you did. Up. No, no, no. I, I got to catch up on that one. Oh, okay. But as the first non-binary actor to pre- to appear on a primetime network television show. Oh. So for anyone who doesn't know what that means, those who identify as non-binary often prefer the pronouns like they, their, them. They just don't want he or she. Okay. They don't feel that it fits them. I don't love the they, their, them because it's confusing. I wish th- that we would have come out and created like a new pronoun. Sure. That may, it would you know, tighten things up a little bit. Exactly. Like just create a new one. Yeah. It's but, you know, always updating the language anyways. Yeah. So I I haven't seen Billions, but that's like a high finance sort it's, of uh, savvy a, hedge fund show. Oh, it's a huge, huge show on Showtime. It's probably their number one show right now. Yeah. So, so that was a really big deal to cast her. And then, and more recently, you would know them from John Wick 3. Where they played the like the bad? Oh wait a minute! Did they play the uh, the adjudicator in that one? Yeah, okay. something the like the really it was like the other tough yeah, character the, the, carrying the a bad briefcase, guy, so to speak. That yeah. wasn't Mark Dacascos. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's 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 definitely a big deal. I think it opens the door to non-binary people as well. But like I said, people, can we work on a new pronoun? Yeah, it's they, there, them. It does confuse me because we say they and I think plural, not that it always is necessarily plural, but I think, you know, people deserve a whole other, a whole other pronoun. Yeah. I think it's something cool. It's, I just, it feels weird because, you know, it makes them uncomfortable and it's not that hard of a thing, but it's the kind of thing they have to tell you. So they always what have to have What if it was like minute. chi, like a C-H-E or something, like no he, no she, but like a chi. I think the uh, yeah. revolutionary kind of killed that use of that name. That's Che. It's, this, it's spelled the same way. So what? It would be different. It, it would have two E's. How about that, You're going to confuse the people who you're like always, wearing those shirts. You're always crushing my ideas. If people are walking around in those shirts, nobody's going to know what to do with it. They're gonna, all, right. all right. Can we we got to wrap it up because we're out of time. Yeah, and I've got much. more people. I'm just going to throw out there Kate McKinnon. Yeah. First openly gay cast member of SNL. 
And then I'm going to throw out uh, Brian Michael Smith, who came out as transgender last year through Ava DuVernay's show Queen Sugar. Okay. So that's also like a big deal, too, because first uh, black man to be transgender in a role on TV. Of course. And then um, I got to throw out a um, thing for Titus Burgess, the best part of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He plays <laughs> Titus. He's just the best part of that Sometimes show. he's the best. Sometimes I want to punch him. I, all, but <laughs> just the best part. And of course, I got to talk about like Ellen Page as well. She's another well-known uh, lesbian actress out there. She yeah. hasn't really done a lot no, lately. I'm More independent. for some new stuff. Come on, Ellen. Yeah, just mostly doing independent work right now. But she's another pretty good actor. So go check out all these people. There's a million other ones, everybody. Yeah, mm. we just wanted to cover some. So yeah, get out there support the people and now and you know the best way to support the people jacob tell me how well it's by going to your local library there are 37 <sighs> branches all over erie county stop on by and uh say hi and we'll be able to get you some books they're starting say hi to... with, with your mask on though. yeah <laughs> make sure you're wearing masks we're doing social please thank you um the downtown location is open now um but we're still slowly opening up the rest of them yeah yeah keep just keep watching online i honestly can't even say right now with complete confidence who's open who's not but it's it's all happening soon yeah, everybody's so slowly coming in visit the library's website www.buffalolib.org and check it out don't forget to check out all your books there and don't forget to follow us at all booked up pod as well on twitter so sounds great okay i thought why don't we do a little timeline for our gay pride month episode what do you think all right i like timelines so we're gonna go back in time to 1948 alfred kinsey publishes sexual behavior in the human male revealing to the public that homosexuality is far more widespread than was commonly believed because homosexuals have always been out there everybody if they just really, weren't allowed to talk about it so you, this was a big study this was a big deal yeah and uh it also made for a really fun afternoon of watching if you watch uh kinsey oh, with that liam show? Neeson, yeah. and then you watch taken back to back and you get to do like a whole liam neeson afternoon it's they great. made a whole show about kinsey uh yeah what was that is that masters of sex yes. on showtime is yeah. that that was i watched some of that um in 1978 we have harvey milk who sponsors a civil rights bill that outlaws sexual orientation discrimination and it is signed into a law and yes while all of these are positive they're also kind of depressing to know that these were issues in the first place but and a lot of these people ended up getting assassinated that's great hopefully we live and learn then we have 1979 about 75,000 people participated in the national march on washington for lesbian and gay rights in washington dc and it was the largest um, political gathering in support of lgbt rights to date so it's a big one yeah a very big deal hopefully something that we'll be seeing you know people pushing for more and more equal rights to get everybody up on the even playing field yeah can we can we get there wisconsin became the first state to outlaw discrimination based on sexual orientation in 1982 not that long ago. No, not not long ago at all. Um, in 1984, the city of Berkeley, California, becomes the first city to offer its employees domestic partnership benefits. Okay, these that's were good. all like baby steps, but it must have been hard, like living through all of this when you didn't have these basic rights. Um, the Matthew Shepard Act was passed in 2009, and that outlaws hate crimes based on gender or sexual orientation. Very big deal. That was such a. That's such a, a terrible, terrible event. I, I don't even. I really don't even like thinking about it. Um, that terrible "Don't ask, don't tell" was um, officially um, 
repealed throughout the United States on September 20th of 2011, and gays and lesbians may openly serve in the military now. Yeah, another thing that's like, why does it matter? It doesn't. Shouldn't have to, don't ask, don't tell anything, so. Yeah, like, just... Yeah, what do you care, people? Man. Come on. Um, in 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that same-sex marriage is a legal right across the United States. That was exciting. Yeah, I way, enjoyed living through that. That was like... Way past time. Way past time. It felt really proud. And then, so recently, like last like, month... Yeah. <laughs> The Supreme Court just ruled um, that a landmark civil rights law protects gay and transgender workers from workplace discrimination. You can't just be getting fired for these things, people. Yeah, that was kind now. of a surprise from the Supreme Court, but man, pretty pretty landmark ruling they made this week. Man. Pretty happy about it. Thank goodness. Get it together, people. But yay, thank you so much. Don't forget to celebrate Pride. Um, read, watch, follow gay and trans actors. Do what you can. I mean, this it's not difficult because well, it's very interesting and there's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, all these things are going to be entertaining, everybody. Go check them out today. All right, thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye.